I don't usually do this, but the word I want to bring today um, is substantial and it's exciting, like it's an exciting word, um, but we need to receive it in the Holy Ghost. Can we just put the pads on, please? Um, what I feel for us to do, when Jesus went on the road to Emmaus uh, with the disciples, it wasn't until they had communion, their eyes were open. I think we need our eyes open at the beginning of this because we need to receive something that we've always needed, needed to, to hear today. Because during the week, just, it just came to me as a whole bundled up revelatory deal. And I'm really, really, really excited. It's probably one of the, uh, um, it's up there with one of the most exciting words I've ever had the opportunity to bring. I really, really am. It, it, it's, and I don't usually, you know, I'm not into the hyperbole. And it's also, I would say almost officially we are shadow bands. So, so the Facebook communists algorithms don't lie what we say. So rather than just share it, send it in messenger to different people. Because we're getting people saying, look, you don't come up in my feed anymore. You're in my favourites. I don't get notifications, etc." And so, so this, could, this could change your life. If you, remember, the Word of the Lord is prescriptive. It's not like, oh, that's really good revelation and do nothing. It's prescriptive. So get your communion out if you can. We're gonna start with communion. excited. Holy Spirit, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for the Logos. Thank You for the quickened Rima. Lord, right now we thank You that all reality is now in Christ. I thank You that You chose us before the foundation of the world in Him. And Lord, we thank You today for a spirit of wisdom and revelation. I thank You, it comes through the cross, it comes through the resurrection, and it comes by the fact that we are born from above and we are already in union with You. I thank You for the realm of faith that we will see a merging, uh, an overlapping of the heavenly and the earthly dimensions. Thank You for this communion. Bless it to us in Jesus' Name, Amen. Prayer works. Oh my goodness. Okay. Holy Ghost. All right. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start with an encounter I had years ago because there's no time in the realm of the spirit like we understand it. You could have had an encounter or a word 10, 20 years ago, but in the spirit it was like three seconds ago. So it's still alive. Nothing's dead in the Lord. So Rachel and I had been married maybe a couple of years and we were in our new home and uh, she was, I can't remember, she was out. Um, so I got on my old blue guitar, old Bluey and, and, and God used old Bluey to start the church, but it is a bit of a shocker until you put it, uh, uh, plug it in and, and it's got a decent little pickup in it. But I just started singing that song, uh, You Deserve the Glory. You deserve the honour, Lord. We you know, lift our hands in worship as we lift Your Holy Name. For You are great, You do miracles so great. And then what happened is the anointing or the presence of God started to come in the room. 
And then it just got, it just increased and increased. Sometimes the presence of the Lord comes in the room, you're like, this is nice. But this just, this wasn't, the, the Lord was not pumping the brakes on this one. He just came in and all of a sudden I'm like, I put my guitar down, I'm a bit overwhelmed. And then I went into a series of encounters. It was like, people talk about like, like, like on the most epic cliche level is that, that, you know, when they die and come back, like they've died on the operating table and they've been revived and they have like a life review. So it was like, I saw these things, like a life review, but it was my Christian life. And I started looking and I started to see that my Christian walk at that point was characterised mostly or largely what I would consider disappointment. With some high watermarks of God manifesting the supernatural, things like missions trips, things like praying for people and seeing the miraculous, but most of it, Again, in the light, in your light, we see light. Most of it, there was a level of unfulfilled desire. And like I'm, I was, the, the glory's in the place. And I'm like, and again, you, you know, when God shows you something, you don't argue with Him. It just is. So compared to what I was expecting, my Christian walk was not even close. And then I heard Him say, and it's like, vroom, 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 like this. And then I, I went into travail, to be honest. And then I heard the Lord say, I am bringing a move of God, an outpouring that will swallow up everyone's disappointment. Swallowing up everyone's disappointment. I'm, I'm quoting, it's not a paraphrase. And like, I'm like, what does that even mean? And so I came out of it. And so I've been doing this for a while now. Um, and. The, 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 it's interesting. Let, let's put up the first scripture. This is this is un, unfortunately this has been a level of lament. It's in uh, yeah. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life, and that's been characteristic. And you know what people soldier on, but there's 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 a there's a subconscious or even a conscious lament in so many believers. And again, you know, I'm just going to be real. I'm not gonna just sort of like go, no, no, kumbaya, it's okay. Well, it is because hope keeps us in the game. But people, at the moment, there is a level of fatigue in the old hope muscle. Because people can only do the mental origami so many times. They can only, you know, battleships, you know, L for miss. <laughs> it's only so many times. And, and, and so, so what's happened is that this all came up during the week. And I would say, I would say, again, I have to be relatively brutal because it just is what it is. The most of the manifest disappointment would be an unanswered prayer. Unanswered prayer. And that, 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 that by and large, a big miss within we could say the Western church is, see, answers to prayer should be like oxygen. It should be constant. It's not like I battled for three years and got something and then I had another tough three months. Heaven and earth are meant to merge. Can someone say, Amen? I am not winding people up in, you know, I'm not just saying this is your breakthrough and giving you no remedy. 
that stuff becomes almost like a carrot in front of a donkey. Like, yeah, 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 engage the hope muscle. Yeah, and it only lasts so long. So the Lord wants, because when He said, I want you to talk about ascension, I, didn't, I only get it week by week. I don't know the full story, you, you know. I mean, my head's so full anyway. It's like, I'm grateful He only gives me one bit at a time. But it's unanswered prayer. And I believe we have it all wrong. We have it all wrong. I believe that we are try, we're painting God to be something He's not and we're posturing ourselves completely incorrectly. The first thing we have to do is actually be on the same page as God, in agreement with Him, we have to be. And, and this is the thing that we have to, we have to settle this because in, in regards to solution and all the, all the different, on the back end of this, you're gonna see all the goodies that you've ever, ever desired. And I mean that, I'm saying that right now. People go, is He gonna smack us? <laughs> no, no. But we have to expose lies and we have to expose religious structures. And we have to, we have to, because we can't see something, doesn't mean we should build it into our belief system. I can't see it, so it must not exist. That's a lie. It says, it says, a just should live by faith. Faith's so powerful, it actually brings heaven and manifests it on the earth. So big introduction, big intro, but you go, okay, all right. So I'm starting to see it. So we have to get, into agreement with God on the same page before anything happens. If we can put up Romans, please. Romans chapter eight. For whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that Jesus might be the firstborn among many brethren. God's highest agenda is for you to be conformed to the image of His Son. And we are so resistant to change. I want people to see that change and growth are completely and intricately connected to every prayer being answered. But we are naturally resistant. People are going, I thought you were gonna give us something way sexier than that, Todd. It's sort of like, yeah, yeah, I know. No, 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 we don't know that. Because the Lord's trying to bring us along on a journey and we dig our heels in because we're addicted to dopamine. Comforting neurotransmitters. The Spirit of God is bearing witness. He says, you can live in peace. You can live in abundance. You can live connected to my glory realm with pleasures at my right hand forevermore, even rivers of pleasure in a transcendent reality, but we don't wanna change. And we actually have to repent of not having change and transformation right at the top of our priorities in agreement with what God already decrees. Can someone say Amen? If we go, because probably one of my strongest suits, not this one, but basically is that I'm desperate to change. We're all on a journey. But I see this lament is that I, I, I believe that salt has to be in the right place in regards to preserve things. And I believe that light has to shine in the darkness. And I do believe in societal transformation. At the same time, if we do not connect in with God's grace, on, I think on Friday, I was chatting with my wife. And at the moment, because we haven't even seen the chickens come home to roost regarding the lockdowns, the job losses, there is a pandemic of mental health issues. We have to overcome, we're chatting about this on Friday. And it's like, and, and, and even if you're not looking for it or something hectic hasn't happened, it becomes almost atmospheric. 
So we can't do keep doing hope deferred. But you'll, you'll find it interesting, but when the desire comes, it's the tree of life. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. Now, what I wanna do is I wanna break down very much, there's a pointy end to this in regards to us breaking that addiction to soulish comfort, neurotransmitters. We're called to live in peace, not from one buzz to another. And He wants us to come to a place where we're so aware of our union with Him, but we've got to make sure that we, you know, as we teach in uh, the interns, is that God's original design was to call all of Israel to be a kingdom of priests. So in other words, all of you can approach me. And they went, number one, it's scary. There's a lot of contradictory information around that. We see that God speaks to man and man lives, but stop speaking to us lest we die. There were slaves and there were orphans. And they knew coming close to God would require change and transformation. And they said, no. And what they did, they said, Moses, you go and get the rules, but we wanna maintain distance. We're able to keep the rules. We're able to keep these rules. And knowing that they kept just gross and continual violations caused the covenant in itself to become a curse for them. And the plan was always to send Jesus. I don't want us to go down like theological rabbit, rabbit trails at this stage, okay? Well, at all this morning. So this is, the, this is the Scripture that got quickened to me this week. And the Lord wants to breathe a whole new realm on it of understanding so we can engage it. And if we can please put this one, and it's one we know, but this is what's been quickened today. In the, in the, we're talking about ascension. Okay, Matthew, please. Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that, uh, knows that you need all these things. But seek first the Kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. And I just got this quickened to me is that we are so addicted to things to the point they overwhelm us and we can never receive the things. You can't overcome anything that's on your same level. You can only overcome things that are under your feet. We've become so addicted to things. We think, we think once we get the things, then, God, then we'll get into different types of more abstract prayer. And Jesus commands, don't seek primarily these things, seek first the Kingdom. Now, if you were to read that through a religious lens, you would think it's quid pro quo. God says, you know what? I want you to make my heavenly dimensions, my kingdom first priority. And when you make it first priority and I see that you've really made it your priority, then I'll give you what you asked for. That's not what it says. We think it's quid, quid pro quo, it is not. You know, I've been in the place of utter desperation, begging and crying begging and crying. And guess what, got me nowhere. I really got good at it, but I worked out quickly, it doesn't work. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. And He has compassion and He might speak to you and give you a dream, but He still needs you to come through the gate of faith. 
So I've begged Him. So you go, it's quid pro quo. So if I put God first, then after a little while I've proven my heart, then He'll start to give me all these things. That's not what it's saying. We're not gonna focus today and His righteousness. That's, that's, that's another paradigm. I wanna focus on seek first His Kingdom. It's this, in and of ourselves, outside of the Holy Ghost, outside of the realm of faith, none of us in our own efforts could break through a wet paper bag. We couldn't. You can't, you drive you nuts. You can't. And so we've been talking about the whole, the reality, the reality of a, a, a gravitational pull. And the Lord spoke to me through black holes. Black holes have such a strong gravitational pull. They suck stars in, they suck, they, they suck light in, right? And then it talks about fallen entities, people, angels. They're like wandering stars, pulling everything in. And that everything has a gravitational pull. When you put things before change, the things have a gravitational pull to the point they overcome you. You can want something so much, it consumes you and chokes you. I really want this. No, 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 no. It's not a quid pro quo. We need to know that we have to learn how to receive all of God's goodness and blessings God's way. If we put the things first, now, again, I'm not talking about theology. People read, they go, yes, I know, put the Kingdom of Heaven first. And we're consumed with money. We're consumed with things. And those things though, that per se aren't in and of themselves are not bad, but we've got it all wrong. The tail starts to wag the dog and the cart ends up coming before the horse and saying, Lord, why aren't my prayers answered? And so it says, seek first the Kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. We're not gonna put this one up, but it says in Romans 8.32, if God who did not spare His one and only Son, but gave Him up for us, gave him up for us all, how shall He not through His Son freely give us all things? I don't think you're feeling it. The Lord has already given us all things. We need to know the keys of how to receive the things but we can't have the things on the same level. We must be above the things. You cannot, because you can take a tiny argument with a sibling and you can blow it up to be Mount Everest and you can't overcome it. So the Lord wants us to actually be in a transcendent place with Him and not be under the gravitational, gravitational pull of all the different things, felt need. So firstly, I wanna declare that, that God is good and He literally, literally wants to answer our prayers. Can someone say Amen? This is not a theological statement, it has to get in the heart. Because after a while, we think that we have to earn it and we have to jump through hoops and God's not pleased with me. It doesn't work that way. We're just in the wrong place. And so He says, He'll add all these things. So I'll never forget that uh, I was in New Zealand and I had a visitation of God the Father. It changed my life. To the point I was speaking to staff on the phone on, on Voxer and, and one of my staff goes, what's going on over there? Every time I open the, the walkie-talkie app, the Voxer, hear your voice, I get hit with a glory. And I mean, I, this went for four hours. And the Father started to speak to me. He said to me, like, well, I'm raised in a very un, unideal family, dysfunctional, Hashtag completely broken, okay? 
Every time I met one of my dad's new partners or my mum's new partners, make sure you're nice to them, Todd. I'm like, all right, all right. I don't even tell you, am I saying, you saying I'm not nice? Well, that affects the way you see God. So the Lord said to me, the Father said to me, He said, and, and, and when He speaks, it's not like, it's not like you just hear it go, mm-hmm. It's like a wall of understanding comes. It's like, it's like jumping the Pacific Ocean of love. And He said, I'm the best friend you'll ever have. He said, those things in your heart, I put them there and I want you to have them. Now, some of you guys look like you're a calf staring at a new gate. <laughs> He's the one that put, put it in your heart. Because we think that, that all of a sudden getting something out of God is like an arm wrestle. Good luck. You, <laughs> Mr. or Mrs. Puniverse versus El Elyon, the Most High. <laughs> I really want breakthrough. And we start to project unbelief and structures based on our upbringing. And He says, I want you to have those things, but we've got to get it in right order. He says, seek first the Kingdom of Heaven and His righteousness and all these things. And so, the, so, so we would, we've been sharing how everything has a gravitational pull. The strongest gravitational pull in the multiverse is the throne room, it's heaven, it's the love of God, by far. That's the default in Christ. We go, how come I haven't been ascending? Because we've been talking about ascension for three weeks now. People are waiting, and I'm all for praying for revival, that, that, that can be a semantic. But right now the Lord's saying, all through the Word of God is ascension. The, 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 the apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist is the, are the ascension gifts. We actually have to teach people ascension. Jesus has ascended and it says we're seated with Him now. We have to teach ascension. It says, come up here and I must, uh, uh, Revelation, come up here and I must show you the things that must shortly take place. Behold, I saw a door standing in a hope, uh, open in heaven. Uh, in Song of Songs, my beloved came skipping on the mountains, came down and says, come away with me. Ascension, seek those things that are above, not the things of the earth, seek those things that are above where your life is hidden in Christ. Ascension over and over and over. But there are gravitational forces. That's the most powerful gravitational force. But worry and fear and pain and sin all have their own gravity. You go, well, why if God's, the, 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 the throne room and the love of God is the, has the most powerful gravitational force in the multiverse. How come I haven't experienced it? Because I'll tell you why. We're made in His image to create. And when you start to get consumed with worry and things that weigh you down, you're creating a reality. And when you're in that reality, you will not get breakthrough at all or get answers to prayer. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, you know, like a contender for six months and I got this and then we're, we're talking about constant. He said under the old covenant, He says, not only will you be blessed, but these blessings will overtake you. We have to preach this as heaven's normal. Can someone say Amen? But we can't put the things on the same level as us. We cannot exalt felt need over God because we can't break through. God doesn't have a giving problem. We have a receiving problem because idols bring you into a low level of pain and barrenness. Affection 
is how you gauge what gravitational pull you're in. Affection. If you have greater manifest affection, not theological, we all have decent theology, but if you have greater affection for things, even family over God, there's your gravity. There's your gravity. Your self-identity as an end in itself, there's your gravity. Jesus said, if you wanna keep your life, you have to lose it. You have to lose, if you uh, that, that old, old anxiety death grip, uh, 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 you're done. Let go, get into God. I'm not talking about some Buddhist type of an empty nirvana letting go into nothingness. So you sort of, you know, I'm talking about laying a hold of God above and beyond all things. Seek first the Kingdom of Heaven and His righteousness and all these things. Do you know what? All the things are so embarrassingly evil, evil. How did I put that word in there? All those things are embarrassingly easy for God to do. What a Freudian slip when you say one thing, but you really mean a mother. All right. Everything you need is easy for God. So easy. Ah, Lord God, You have made the heavens and the earth by Your great power. Nothing is too difficult for You. But when we're trapped, the low levels of gravity of felt need and anxiety, we can't transcend. It says, be diligent to enter the rest. So seek first the Kingdom of Heaven and His righteousness and all these things will be added. It's not quid pro quo. It's God getting you to a place where you can receive everything effortlessly in Jesus' Name. Can someone say Amen? But it's connected to the, the reality of ascension. Holy Ghost. I, uh, yeah, okay. So let's talk about where you are. Right now you're physically sitting here, but you're also somewhere else. Not because I say so, but the Lord says so. Can we put up the first Scripture? We're just gonna go through a little bit of mapping, then we're gonna land the plane. Okay. But you have come to Mount Zion. Oh yes, Jerusalem, yes, I've been there. No, and to the, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. That's not future, that's now. The minute you say yes to Jesus, you're in Mount Zion. You're in Mount Zion. Innumerable company of angels, that the, the, the heavenly Jerusalem. That's not a future thing. So we have to cultivate what that looks like in worship. We have to cultivate what that looks like in meditation. We have to cultivate what it looks like in our thinking and our feelings. It's the only place where we're free. That's a, that, that's a current reality. Let's see what Paul says through the power of the Holy Ghost, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. And He raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ. Hey, is God a person or is God a place? The answer is yes. Jesus doesn't live in heaven. Heaven, infinite multiverse is in Jesus. It's in Him and He raised us up together. He raised us up together. We're already seated with Him. But here's where I love it and it gets exciting. It's not some sort of floaty, wafty ether mist. They're real places. Many of you have experienced heavenly dimensions in dreams. You've experienced it in dreams. But what happens is we, we wake up, oh, we've got bills to pay. Oh, my, kid, my kid's going off the rails. 
Oh, I didn't have a great experience, you know, the family get together the other day. And it starts to create gravity that keeps us earthbound. Jesus says, don't worry. Psalm says, do not fret. 360 plus times in the Bible says, fear not. Those things are saying, stay away from dark matter gravity. Stay away. I believe all anxiety and fear is always greater than the actual problem. You actually get caught in a low dimension where no prayer will be answered because we're completely overwhelmed. We have to, I mean, you know what? FDR did say the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. He was actually true. Frankfurt, Donald Roosevelt. FDR, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's he? Who's he? <laughs> the New Deal. <laughs> so now, so, so now we know we're already in Zion, we're already seated in heavenly places, like they're real places. So let's go to the next one. Ephesians 1, 3, one of my favourite. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Keep it there. You don't, there's no blessings down here. There's no life, there's no blessings. The Word is bios, where we get biological life. And because of the curse, everything is winding down through entropy, the second law of thermodynamics. You go, oh, the blessing, no, 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 no. The blessing's not here. It's in heavenly places in Christ. And when you're seated in heavenly places, you, we need to learn to what it is to be seated and engage. It actually says to Psalm 148, we're gonna praise God from the heavens. If we're earthbound and we're caught under the gravity of the fear and everything, we'll never, we, we, we see, there's some things you don't even have to pray about. See, everything you need exists in heavenly places. What the ether, no, in Christ, it's in Him. Yes, it's abstract. Paul is epic, an epic, genius, philosophical, abstract, abstracted wordsmith, right? Case in point. And so, and so these are our abstractions. We need the Holy Ghost to breathe on this. See, this is the thing that got quickened to me during the week, Matthew 6.33. These things, these things. And these things, let's be honest, they dominate our inner world. Things could be material or things could be marriage. Things could be, and the Lord says, do not exalt these things. See, you know what the Bible says? He wants to connect us with how amazing our covenant in Christ is. So it says, with all of you getting, get understanding, wisdom is the principal thing. Pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation. I pray that your eyes would be opened, that you would see the exceeding power that works to Jesus and the Apostle Paul through the Holy Ghost, through both of them, is trying to get us into those places where things are easy. Don't get stuck to things. Ask for wisdom, ask for favour, ask for the fear of the Lord, ask for our, your understanding to be opened up and you realise, oh, this is way better than I thought. I've been there. I was talking about before, is it, is it disappointment? Because the, the things that I found the most enjoyable is when I encountered God. And that was years ago, when my life was like that. I honestly, I believe I encounter the, the realm of the Spirit every single day. My life isn't characterised by disappointment, but it's not come down and, and touch us in revival. It's ascension, going up and hanging out with Him and it costs us. But we have to make sure that the gravitational pull of fear, of pain, of idols doesn't keep us earthbound. No one will ever overcome. 
If the gravitational pull of pain and fear and idols is greater than the gravitational pull of heaven, the throne room and the love of God. And this is what Jesus said. It just takes an anointing of teaching and revelation to join the dots. But you go, oh my gosh, this is better than I thought. When you touch that dimension, God starts answering prayers you haven't prayed. These blessings will overtake you. I've seen it. See, I'm blessed and most of my prayers are not around what I need anymore. Most of my prayers are around the church, around history. And so, so this, this, this works, this is real. You can't get consumed with your need. But that's not, you know what people go, God's got this. And they just say, God's got this. Yeah, He has, if you believe. If you, if, if you use it on a prescriptive basis and say, I'm gonna lay a hold of God. And you're not laying a hold of God for the future event. It already is. You're already seated in heavenly places. This is why it says, pray for your eyes to be opened. The fact is you're already blessed. That you're already seated with Him. And this is why we have to put the Kingdom of Heaven and His righteousness above all these things. The things are easy for God, but we think they're hard and they're not. We're looking at the wrong stuff. He says, my ways are not your ways, nor my thoughts, your thoughts as high as the heavens are above the earth. So my ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. This is exciting because you start coming to a place of Mark 9, 23. It says, to him who believes all things are possible. Who wants that to be their life? To him who believes all things are possible. And we have to get into the gravitational pull of the love of God, the love of the Father, the throne room. And not sort of like, I've got so much to do, <laughs> like this. Yes, people have fatigue. Yes, people need to you know, have a break from time to time. But we have to cultivate, I'll be honest, it comes down to obsession, to obsess over God, to hit tipping point. The point I wanna make is this, when, when on a prescriptive, an applicable level, when the Kingdom of God, which includes the love of the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the cloud of witnesses, the goodness of God, the heavenly places. When that becomes our obsession, all these things are effortlessly met. We have to repent of exalting all these things over what God says we need to pray about. Because He's not saying, put me first or I won't bless you. He's saying, you can't receive anything unless you're hanging out with me. We can't just keep banging on about breakthrough. People need to know what they have to do. You know, uh, um, obviously Rachel and I have a lot of conversations like processing revelation and stuff. It says the Kingdom of Heaven is within. Luke 17 says, it doesn't come with observation. Don't say it's here or there, it's within. In the same way, wisdom is crying aloud on the streets. Wisdom will tell you who you already are and what you already have. We need to cry out for wisdom. You go, but I, I, I wanna live long and I want a good name and I want wealth. It says, if you get wisdom and understanding, you'll have honour and long life and riches. And this is what God's saying to us in this season, like never before. We've preached on this before, but not to the fullness of this. What's coming? What's coming that we have to be prepared for is we have to live really what it is from heavenly places. But if we're not practising it, it's a great teaching and it's an abstraction. But when we put worship first, daily, hanging out with God, we feel that tension on the fishing line when we grieve the Holy Spirit, when we quench Him. 
He says, don't say that, don't do that. And it's not necessarily sin forgiven, sin forgiven, sin forgiven. No, it keeps us out of heavenly dimensions. We are forgiven in Christ. Thank God for that. Or I would be in strife. So the work, as we've been talking about, so you got, we're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Here's an amazing Scripture that's talking about, so is it talking about heavenly Mount Zion or earthly Mount, Mount Zion? The answer is yes. Let's go to Obadiah. But on Mount Zion, there will be deliverance and there will be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. I wanna just state very plainly, everything you need, God's already thought of it and He already has something better than what you've conceived in your brain. Everything you need exists better than what you can conceive, better than what you can imagine. Everything. What about the impossible things? I've really screwed up my life. Everything. He already, He knows the end from the beginning. He's outside of time. And He steps into time effortlessly for our sakes. But you go, I want to connect with the heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion, through worship. I want to know God. And guess what starts to happen? Manifest holiness starts to happen and deliverance. And on top of that, you possess your possessions. Everything you need financially, God prepared before the foundation of the world. Everything. What about healing my body? Everything. So we have to be willing to seek first the Kingdom of Heaven. We think, I have all these needs, but I'd love to seek kingdom, the Kingdom of Heaven first. But I have all the, these needs and, 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 and then I can do that. I'll be, no, no, that's not what Jesus says. Because we have a complete inability to receive the most basics from God. You go ask and you'll receive, seek and you'll find, knock and it will be open to you. For I say to you, everyone who asks receives, seeks and finds unto Him will knock will be open. That's not most people's encounter. That's not most people's experience. Prayer's hard. No, it's not. The, the priority is being with God. And then you don't even pray, you just start to speak. You just start to speak. You know my experience, because I wanna talk on a, not a corporate level, on an individual level. At 28, <coughs> I was so overwhelmed with depression. I was so overwhelmed with pain. I was just overwhelmed. And I'd just come out of hectic, like walking away from God. And I, I, I went, I have to change, but I didn't know it. I just went, I've got to read the Bible and let it change me. I read it for hours a day. And boy, did the enemy throw the kitchen sink at me. He did. I knew I was in a war because I'd got myself into such a deep pit and you reap what you sow. But God's greater than that. I worshipped, I praised Him. I would say between six to eight weeks, I praised God for hours a day and I got in the Word. Then something happened one day because I was in business and I just started this business and I did it on the Word of the Lord. People discouraged me. No one sort of went, yeah, I'm feeling the same, bro. They're like, you're an idiot. But I got the Word of the Lord. What do you do when you get the Word of the Lord? You go, all right, who's the idiot? You, I mean, who's the idiot? The people's, uh, Job's comforters or the Lord? The Lord never is. Let God be true and every man a liar. So I praise God. And one day something like this. And I went, I have it, I have it. Whatever things you ask for when you pray, you must believe you have received them and you will have them. For truly I say to you, if you have the faith of God, faith in God, the God kind of faith, 
If you command the mountain to be uprooted and cast into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart those things you say will come to pass, you'll have whatever you say. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what? I didn't have language for it then. It felt like for years and years, I walked in a heavenly place. I would ask God for things once and get them. And we're not just sort of like, you know, a discount latte and a, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a car park next to the handicapped spot, right? Praise the Lord through whom all blessings flow, you know? And it's like, we're talking, I need a car. God gave me a car. I need a house. God gave me a house. Things. And it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And I literally, I didn't like, I wanted one. It's true. And gets a favour from the Lord. I'm like, I wasn't one of these sort of like, you know, desperate and dateless type personalities. I was single for years and I loved it. And then one day I went, things. <laughs> Needs. Is that embarrassing as a darling? All right, so. So. <laughs> do you know what? I just went, because I'm in that heavenly dimension, Lord, this is what I need, wrote it down. I, I reckon like, like maybe four to six weeks. I just thank the Lord that no, not the, oh, yeah, I'm not, oh. I was just in rest, be diligent into the rest. I'd done the hard work on the front end. Because God, you're not, just, you're not good, you're way gooder than goodness. And I'm just like in a place of rest, be diligent to enter the rest. I'm mostly focusing on the goodness of God, the presence of God and the joy of the Lord. And I just say things and they would happen because I put the work in to be diligent to enter the rest. And I became aware of heavenly places. See, within six weeks, Rachel and I, we, we, we like a, had a dinner over some sort of like over, over worship actually, completely platonic and went away. And I think we fell in love within two to three weeks. See, see this happened in heavenly places. The, the Kingdom of God has to be way bigger than your need, than your pain, than your sorrow. God has compassion. This is not sort of like suck it up, buttercup. Your, your, you know, your state of mind or your pain isn't valid. I'm not saying that. But we ha it says to Him who overcomes. To Him who overcomes. We we and when you really know what it is to be in Christ, you, not only you, it says, I've overcome, therefore you'll overcome. So I saw this again and again and again. And it, in the season is that you've got the black dog stalking people, hunting people everywhere. Friday got, got highlighted to me. But you know what? The Lord's amazing. If anything, if there's any characteristic of the Lord that could possibly be English, it's His absolute insane understatement. The good news. Go and preach the good news. Wow, this is, uh, wow. how'd you Good. Created the universe, it was good. It's all understated. You start to taste the goodness of God, you are, you are blown out of your grid of the ecstasy of His love. But it's in heavenly places and you're already connected to heavenly places. And when we have that soul tied to the earth, and it doesn't mean you're not a responsible father, mother, parent, uh, um, you know, business person, pastor. But, but Martha goes, Jesus, Mary, speak to her, speak to Mary, uh, you know, I need help. And he goes, Martha, you're worried about all these things. 
Mary's chosen the good part, it'll never be taken away from her. And it wasn't about people bludging on their tasks. It was actually about, Martha, you'll never ascend. You're so consumed. It was the spirit she was carrying. You know, it's like people not people have, I'm really struggling with my prayer life. And all of a sudden, okay, let's go help out in the kitchen and put the chairs away. I'm gonna seek God at the altar. I'm not saying that. That's called, that's hashtag bludging. So everything, everything, everything you need, God's already thought of. But we need to know how to access it. And, and part of us accessing that, when we break the soul ties with the pain and the earthbound realities, then the default in Christ is ascension, but then you change. We, you, you would, your change and, and getting all your prayers answered are connected. Not because I say so, because the Lord's agenda for you. He loves you and I way too much to allow us to stay the same way. He loves us way too much. How are you guys going? Okay. The how to. All right. Psalm 24. Let's do this. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He has a clean hand, he has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. That's gravity. Gravity nor sworn deceitfully. Or you get entangled and ensnared when you lie, when you spin, when you exaggerate, you get ensnared by your words in the mouth, you're ensnared. So we have to be free of the idolatry. Go back to that first bit, please. I really wanna focus on the negative. All right, good. Clean hands and a pure heart who has not pulled into a gravitational pull of of dark matter, lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully that is entangled, yep. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of His salvation. You know, if you wanna map your gravity, look at your affection, easy, easy. Now, So you guys know that I went through an extremely bad episode with a hernia. And I then had an angel come to me, probably uh, the, I was in a lot of pain. For me to get up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, I had to roll onto all fours, hands and knees, then pull myself up and then do like a cliff, ultra marathon, all the way to the bathroom like this. And after a while, you start resenting having to go to the bathroom, but it was better than the alternative. Okay. <laughs> An angel appears at the end of the bed and, and, and shorted out the power of that part of the house. Literally, I heard it, heard it. And I'm like, and there was, a, there was a column of light and I heard the Lord said, I've sent my angel. And then for three nights, three nights, the Lord took me to heavenly places. I've seen a fair bit. Now, that's, no, that's a terrible statement. I, 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 believe, I believe heavenly places are infinite. You know, for me to say, oh, I didn't see X, Y, I didn't see everything. I'm not even omniscient. Come on, give me a break. But what happened is this. My trial that I kept praising God in 
And when I, there was a time I was in pain, like we're talking, I felt like I'd been tortured, I'll be honest. And I just kept like going, thank You, Lord, thank You, Lord. What happened is that I literally, my focus was on heaven for weeks, like weeks. And then you know what's happened ever, ever since? Since going, we're talking, we're talking mountains. We're talking, one of the things I saw, I saw mountains that were almost like that, steep like cliffs on the coast and it felt tropical. You go, you go, I struggle with being alone. Let's just say, this is you. I'm not asking for a show of hands. I struggle with feeling alone. You know, in heaven, you're never alone. Well, always people around? No. It feels like the air is hugging you. It feels like the air is embracing you. It's the Holy Spirit. I believe that whenever we feel lonely here, it's because we've set up structures on their inner world because the Holy Spirit's already in us as a down payment, as a guarantee. So there was a point where I actually had to separate from a level of the gravitational pull and I just feel like a different person. You have a look, what, this is the Lord's doing. And it was marvellous in our eyes. You just have to look what happened with Munta. Come on, that's not normal, but it is for heaven. And you start to go, can you imagine seeing that regularly in your personal life? Who wants that? Easy for God. But we have to make sure we break. Jesus said, don't be worried. Worry will stop you from coming into the glory. Worry's a bigger enemy. And we just, we, we just sort of, like, sort of like, hey, worry, how you going? What should we think about today? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> when in doubt, cast it out. That stuff's like an alien face hugger. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> We're too compliant. It's the worry that kills, not the, the uh, existential circumstances. The Lord says that you're creating, you're creating gravity that's dark. And He wants us to, see, see, what's being established this morning in the Spirit is this. If you put heavenly places first, if you put the Lord first, you put the Kingdom first, you'll miss out on nothing. But if you don't, you'll find it really hard to get breakthrough in prayer. Wrong paradigm. We're commanded, it's sort of like, yes, the fivefold or the ascension gifts are meant to be, no, 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 everyone. You're born from above. You're already there. Holy Ghost. All right. This is the last thing we're gonna read. And we're gonna to go to the last one, not the second last one. Don't put it up yet though, just, just hold on. We're gonna read this aloud and then we're gonna pray for people. Uh, This is why we had communion at the beginning. Paul, I, 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 Paul said, he goes, you know what? I actually really wanna go to heaven, I'm done. And not burnt out, done. Like I've seen too much. You, you go like this, you go, how much heaven can I see? As much as you can handle. You know, all of a sudden sort of like, I had such a heavenly encounter. I started handing out gospel tracts on the Ukrainian-Russian border. <laughs> Death wish. I started street preaching in Kabul. 
I went into Parliament in Baghdad, stormed through and started laying hands on all the Islamic clerics. I've seen heaven, I wanna go there. Paul said, he goes, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And that wasn't some beautiful creative prose like this. My mum was, uh, uh, she went to a country town, probably around Moontaway actually, years ago, and obviously, and uh, it's a graveyard and she saw this. For me to live as Christ, to die, she didn't even know it was in the Bible. <laughs> For me to live as Christ and to die as gain, that's beautiful. And she said to my friend, what, what would you want on your gravestone? And he said, I told you I was sick. <laughs> so this is a heavenly place. <laughs> I believe right now, it actually comes through praising God, but this is something that's on the table. It's a heavenly place. Then we're gonna pray for people. Put it up, please. If we could just do that like this. It's actually, this exists. Here we go, it's a place. Can we read this together, please? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His Name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's a place, I've seen it. You can't restore your own soul. You can't heal yourself. You can go after your thought life, make quality decisions and you can praise God, but only He heals and only He delivers. Why does the Lord lead us into still waters? Because it says that in Luke, I think maybe 22, it says men's hearts will fail for fear. And it says in the seas, the oceans will roar. It's turbulence, it's, Gal it's, it's Sea of Galilee. But He leads me by still waters, why? Because still waters not only represent shalom, but actually, reflects what's happening in heaven. When we start to learn to reflect heaven, we'll see heaven manifest. That's what they did with the tabernacle. That's what they did with the temple. They were reflecting heaven. And God looks at His own stuff. And when we actually access these heavenly places, it's, it's that simple. All of your stuff exists. It says people will possess their possessions but we need to actually set our affection
If this is abstract for you, listen to the previous three weeks because we've built this, we've built this. In 2019, after we had a vision of Noah, we spent a year renewing the mind, Psalm 91, being transformed by the renewing of the mind, metanoia, what repentance is, and God's taking us on a much deeper journey. I'm not gonna make outrageous claims and promises of fill in the blank in a second, but I'll tell you what right now, legit. I believe there's a lot of Scriptures that have been painted around rapture theology that is just pure ascension that's accessible daily. Because I can't see it must not be real. No, the Word of God, we've been mapping the Word of God. You can enter His gates with thanksgiving in your heart. You can enter His courts with praise. You can see that God dwells in the praises of His people. You can see that Jesus is wherever I am, there you, there you will be also. But this is the call, we ha- it's prescriptive. We have to cultivate it, cultivate it. Everything you need exists in Him. Who knows that's amazing. He doesn't have a giving problem. We go, things, 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 things. And God goes, unbelief, unbelief, unbelief. He goes, wisdom, understanding, know the hope of your calling, know the greatness that's already inside of you, know the power of the resurrection, know that you're already crucified, know that you're already seated in heavenly places, know that I surround you with favour like a shield, know those things. If you seek these uh, heavenly realities, all these things will be added. So many manifestations of things I never prayed for because you're walking in a heavenly dimension. Who feels the hunger of God on the inside of them? Come on. We need to see constant flow of answers to prayer. But it doesn't come by putting the things and the needs first. It comes by seeking the Lord. Holy Ghost. All right. Okay. Ah. Holy Spirit. So my bloodline had extremely hectic depression. I know what it's like (coughs) to wake up and go from here, not here, from here. Same crap, different day. Every day is the same, nothing will change. That's what hopelessness is. Hopelessness is nothing's gonna change. That's what it is. That's worse than depression. And today, God's Word has gone out like a hammer. Like a hammer. Because we say it real. I tell you what, I have seen so many incredible, accurate and specific answers to prayer in my life. Like so many. I have such a passion to see all of God's kids walk in the same. That's a joy that I carry to see people literally go, this is what I prayed and I got it. And not after years, I got it within days and weeks because we have to seek first His Kingdom where we already are and His righteousness. And the things are so easy for God, easy. Can someone say that? Say easy. Easy, like a Sunday morning. Okay. Heads down, eyes closed. Okay, okay. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. 
Just, if, you, if you're spirit filled, can you just pray in the Spirit for a minute? Come on, just pray in the Spirit. Holy Ghost, thank You. Thank You, Holy Spirit. I should have just, heads down and pray in the Spirit. Sorry, wrong order, okay? Just, just do, just, just humour me, all right? Holy Spirit, thank You, Lord. Holy Spirit, right now, I just invite You right now to pray through Your saints. Holy Spirit, pray through Your saints. Thank You, rivers of living water. We just break, we just break all bonds, break all chains right now. Just lift your volume up a bit, just pray in the Spirit. Holy Spirit, right now, I thank You. You want Your church to be free. 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. You want Your church to be free. Just a, just a little bit louder, guys. I just want you to really contend for a second. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Ghost. There we go. A little bit longer. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, thank You, thank You, thank You, thank You, thank You. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Lord. Holy Ghost. There we go. Some things are just breaking open. Holy Ghost. There we go. Bit of heaven in the room. Bit of heaven in the room. We're just going to pray for people. So just, you can look at me for a second, then I will, I will, get a, I will solicit a response. Don't worry. There was depression in my bloodline and it's, it's hectic. But this is what the Lord showed me. He said, Todd, if you put on the garment of praise, I will obliterate the spirit of heaviness. He will, and, and it costs you nothing and there's no side effects. You just get more healed. He says, he says you've got to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You've got to put on the garment of praise. And we get a bit, now, now it's one thing to feel hopeless. That's not so bad. You're going, you're kidding me, right? No. You know, the worst thing is, when you, you know you can put yourself where God can't reach you? It's called self-pity. Never feel sorry for yourself. It's the biggest lie. There's <laughs> Jesus on the cross. You look at Him and go, you wouldn't understand. That's called deception. You wouldn't get it. Okay, there's an anointing here. There's an anointing that breaks the oak. Okay, now, put your head down. Eyes closed, I just wanna, okay. The Lord's quickened something for you today and you have been, you know, you can have episodic depression where you've just gone through a hard time, you're under pressure. It happens, episodic depression. But some here, you've actually had to fight the black dog on such a level. You've been in hopelessness for a long time. Put your hand up so I can see it. Hopelessness. Wow, okay, okay. Hopelessness for an extended period of time. Holy Ghost. 
Holy Ghost. Oh, we're not gonna get you out front. I'm just gonna, we will pray for you, but just put, if, if that's you, if this, not if, if it, there's no pressure. If God spoke to you today about this, He spoke to you today, put that hand up. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. All right, all right. Now I wanna pray for you guys. I need my prayer team at the front here. Just everyone, just, just stay engaged. I'm gonna get everyone to pray in the Spirit. Can I have the prayer team? Uh, prayer team um, and my staff here, please. You're gonna go out and lay hands on people while everyone just worships in the Spirit. If you put your hand up, keep it up, please. Keep it up. Prayer team, prayer team. That's it, keep it nice and high. And we're gonna have, we're gonna have our team come and lay hands on you because in a second, I'm gonna get you guys to stand. We're not gonna call people at the front, we're just gonna pray because there's a, we, we wanna break a spirit of heaviness. We wanna break the lies of the enemy. Guys, can you, wherever you can, guys, pray for guys and girls for girls, obviously. But can you ha get an eye on that? I don't care if some of you, two of you pray. Okay, now if you put your hand up, please stand up, please stand up. Please stand up. Okay, I want you guys to lay hands on these people. If you're sitting down, can we, for two to three minutes, can we please pray in the Spirit? Come on, don't look, don't be a spectator. Worship in the Spirit. We're gonna break it, we're gonna break it. Holy Ghost, you're praying in the Spirit to charge up the atmosphere. Holy, 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 holy. There's a lot more people. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy ghost, holy ghost, holy ghost, holy ghost. Shia la la ba ba ba. Holy ghost. She just pray in the spirit. Holy ghost, holy ghost. We break right now hopelessness. It is a lie, it is a stronghold lie. We break all hopelessness in the name of Jesus. We break it, it is a lie from the pit of hell. And we thank You for the joy of heavenly places. We thank You for the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord. We thank You, Jesus. We thank You, we break all chains. We break all chains and we thank You for the putting on the garment of praise, the garment of praise, the garment of praise. The garment of praise. Keep praying in the Spirit, guys. Build that muscle. Build that muscle. Build that muscle. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Just keep praying. Awesome. Keep praying. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. We just break the stronghold of hopelessness. It is a lie from the pit of hell. It is a lie from the pit of hell. We thank You. We thank You. We thank You. We thank You, Holy Ghost. We thank You, Holy Spirit. I think people are getting prayed for. Thanks, everybody, that's it. Just go around, lay hands on whoever hasn't got hands. Yep, Holy Ghost. And next to her as well, Holy Spirit, Hugh. Over here in the green, thanks. Just keep praying, guys. We've gone a tiny bit over time. 
a tiny bit over time, but God's moving. Holy Ghost. If you're sitting down, I want you to just start to praise God. I want you to just start to praise Him. Can we put the pads up a little bit, please? Holy, holy, holy. So la 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 la. Shimba Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. She had a mama mama things are being lifted off guys it's a bit longer It's a bit of a heavenly realm breaking out. A little bit longer, guys. A little bit longer. Holy, 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 holy Lord. Holy, holy, holy Lord. Holy, 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 holy. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Heavenly realms, heavenly realms, heavenly realms. Heavenly places in Christ, in Christ, in Him. Holy, 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 holy. Shingaramamamama. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. 
bit of glory coming in the atmosphere. Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus. Just reach out and touch it. Come on, just reach out and touch it. Jesus, 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 Jesus. The prescription of the joy of the Lord. The prescription of the joy of the Lord. Take daily, take daily as prescribed. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Take daily as prescribed the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. If you're not raising your hands, just raise your hands into the atmosphere. Come on. Just raise your hands into the atmosphere. Just just receive. of pleasure. Heavenly places. You do that every day according to your physician, Jehovah Rapha. You do that every day according to the prescription of your older brother, the Apostle Paul, who says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. 
but He is our physician. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our physician. Healing is the children's bread. It's the children's bread. But we have to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We actually, we say, yes, Lord. We say, yes, Lord. It says we're exchanging our sorrows for the joy of the Lord. We're exchanging our sorrows for the joy of the Lord. We're exchanging pain. We're exchanging shame for the joy of the Lord. Holy Ghost. All right, well, we got some ministry sessions and all sorts of stuff. We've got got healing rooms. So guys, have a, a great afternoon and stay relatively drunk in Jesus' Name. Praise God.